Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're going to look on today's episode, answering the question, what is faith? I had someone ask me a couple months back a great question. They said, uh, what exactly is faith? And they weren't saying like, hey, what's the quick definition? Or just give me your greatest Christian cliche quote of it. No, they're saying truly, what is faith? Like, what is the essence of faith? And then they said, how and how do I know that I have it? And I thought, wow, what a great question. Because we toss the word faith around a lot uh, in church and in Christianity, you need to have faith. Uh, you need to have more faith. We have sayings about faith, and we sing about faith, and we talk about the Christian faith, and faith in Christ, and faith in God, and faith in the Word of God. And all these things are great. They're biblical, but we want to look a little more specific about what exactly is faith. And then we'll look at that on today's episode, and next Tuesday we'll examine the question, how do I know that I have faith? Okay, so I understand what it is. I hear a lot about it, but how do I know I truly possess possess it. And I don't just know something about it or know of it, but I truly possess faith. And so we'll look at that before we jump in uh, to answering this first question, what is faith? I just want to give you a quick reminder. We're exactly one month away from the college and career retreat on February 10th through the 11th. Exciting weekend. Uh, you can get all the information and register at cfcretreats.com. There is a $10 off early bird registration discount running through the 18th of January. So just want to throw that out there. That way you can save a little money and uh, spread that around, share the word. Uh, we can get people to register by the 18th. They'll be able to say that. Otherwise, it'll be $35 for the registration up until February 3rd. So what is faith? Uh, I think we need to examine, first of all, what faith is not so we can get a full understanding of what faith is. Well, faith is contrasted with sight in Scripture. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, some people would use this verse to say, well, that's where you can't use any type of reason uh, with Christianity. Christianity or a part of faith, but we're not contrasting faith and reason here. This verse is contrasting us continuing in the Christian life by faith in what we cannot see, and that is Jesus Christ. It's a little parenthetical statement uh, in this passage, and that's what it's talking about. Rather than us focusing solely on what we can see in this life, uh, maybe you've heard somebody say faith is believing that God can when we do not see how, and that is an element of faith. So faith is contrasted with sight. It's also contrasted with works. Faith is not works. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So faith is not based on merit. It's not based on working to get something. So faith is not works. Faith is not sight. And then thirdly, faith is contrasted with mere assent to someone or something. James 2.19 says this, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. But he adds this, the devils also believe and tremble. So he's trying to help us to understand that faith is contrasted here with mere assent to someone or something. It's kind of the idea of belief in and belief of. And we'll talk about that a little bit uh, further as we go down. 
So intellectual assent is part of genuine faith, but it's not its entirety. And so it is contrasted there. Faith is nowhere contrasted with reason or in conflict with reason. And we'll understand that faith involves us making a decision in our will based on many times what we observe uh, via reasoning in our uh, intellect. Uh, here's some incorrect definitions or descriptions of faith that really, I think, paint a, uh, a dark picture, a bad picture. Uh, make people think faith is empty, that it has uh, no basis, no bearing. It's just wishful thinking. Uh, One says this, it is a blind leap in the dark. Think about that. Describing our faith that we're taking a blind leap, meaning we cannot see, and then we're just jumping off a cliff. And it's in the dark. So we're not only blind, it's in the dark. They're just saying faith has nothing at the end of it. There, there's no true object of faith. Here's another one. It says, I believe because it is absurd. And that's that's tough to saying I believe uh, the Christian faith. This was written by a Christian, but I, I think they had a misunderstanding maybe of faith. I believe because it is absurd. Our Christian faith is not absurd. It's based uh, historical. Uh, there's lots of historical evidence. Jesus Christ was a real person. Uh, evidence shows that he uh, was placed in a tomb and that his body was not in that tomb. Uh, and there's historical evidence for the resurrection. There's historical evidence for the Bible and all of that. So we understand it's not absurd. Here's another one. Faith is separate from reason and is the absence of evidence. And that's what they like for us to think about our faith is we have no evidence for what we're believing in. Here's another one by Richard Dawkins, uh, an atheist. He says, faith means belief in the absence of evidence. And so they're trying to say when you have faith, uh, you're doing it blindly, you're leaping in the dark. But that's not what faith is. So let's let's kind of talk now exactly what is faith. How, you know, how would you describe or how would you define it if someone asked you at work or in class or whatever? You know, what exactly is faith? Or if you got the question kind of like I did, uh, eating lunch with a, a young man, hey, what is faith? And not, hey, give me the cute little you know, thought about it or, or the quote, but truly, what is it? And uh, so let's think a little bit about this uh, with our remaining time here. So there are different uses for the word faith in Scripture. You can think about Jude 3. It really refers to the entire doctrines of biblical Christianity, the faith. Then you come to Hebrews 11, 1 and 6, and this is probably the most familiar passages. I mean, the whole chapter talks about, but without faith, it is impossible. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abel. By faith, Enoch. And it just goes down and lists what these people did based on faith. Uh, but the interesting thing is what they did based on faith was not a blind leap in the dark. It was based on what God was promising or what God had already done, um, what, what they could see with their eyes, what they could sense and so forth helped them to make the decision to place that faith. And so Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is. So here we've got a good biblical definition of faith. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So faith is this. It's the substance. It's the confidence. It's the assurance. It's the guarantee of things hoped for. Uh, the evidence of things not seen. Think about that, the proof, the persuasion. You know, there are certain things that we cannot see. I cannot see God with my physical eye. Now, I see natural revelation, everything that he's created. My eye can see that, but I cannot see him. So there's an element of faith there that helps me uh, to have the proof or the persuasion of what I cannot see. Uh, So what would be a good definition of faith? Well, here's one, and then we're going to narrow it down just to two words, which I think will be very 
very, very helpful for you. Faith is what one writer said. Faith is a virtue by which things not seen are believed. And I think that goes right into Hebrews chapter 11 here, uh, that now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Look what it says in verse number three. Though through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And so we kind of get that idea there's something we can't see, but faith is that evidence of it. We, we were not there when the worlds were created, but through faith we understand that it occurred and that God was the creator. Verse number six gives us a powerful blank statement about faith in God and its relation to God. It says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, it is impossible. There's no way to please God outside of having faith and faith in him. And then it says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. So when we come to God, we must believe by faith that God is who God says he is. Now, if I was to narrow down that definition, faith is a virtue by which things not seen or believed, we can narrow it down to two words, and this has helped me tremendously as my in my understanding of faith and how I can begin to understand when I have faith and when I do not have faith. Faith is this. It is ventured trust. So faith is ventured trust. Just two words there. I think that'll help you. Ventured trust is ventured trust in a person or is ventured trust in a thing. We can illustrate that in uh, many different ways, but one of them is uh, a plane. Uh, with uh, our ministry, uh, I've had the privilege to, to travel to many different states, many different university campuses, and uh, I don't particularly like to fly. I like to keep my feet on the ground. I'm not one to want to skydive, jump off high things, get too high up on a ladder. That's just me. I want to keep my feet on the ground. So when I go to an airport, I get a little nervous, uh, but I always examine the plane. I'm always looking while I'm waiting there at the gate and you see your plane pull up and see, you know, it's a little nerve wracking when they're over there working on the engine or doing something, you know, that's not normal. Uh, but I can stand looking at the plane and believe that it's safe and reliable. I can look at it and I can say, well, this is, it looks pretty new. I see the, the pilot in there. Surely I understand he's gone through training. He's got his pilot's license. Uh, uh, everything looks intact. It looks safe and re reliable. Now, this is a form of trust, but it is not faith. You see, it becomes faith when we venture on the plane. So we have to make a decision to step on the plane. And when we step on the plane, it goes to faith. I'm exercising faith that that plane is going to go up in the air and get me to my destination, wherever my ticket is. When you sit down in a chair, you can look at the chair. You can think nothing of the chair. But you are not exercising faith until you sit down in that chair. Then you are venturing trust in that chair. You see, we can stand just like uh, James uh, talked about uh, and uh, talks about the devils, they uh, believe there's, there is a God and they tremble. Why doesn't that belief save them? Because there's one thing to have an intellectual assent uh, that you believe uh, of something, but it's different when you venture trust in something. You place your faith in it. And so we can stand looking at the plane and believe that it's safe and reliable, and that's trusting 
But then we want to exercise faith. We have to take the step. We have to make the decision in our mind to put faith in. So when you're putting faith in Jesus Christ, you are making the decision. You see the evidence. You hear the gospel. You hear the preacher. Whatever it is, however that uh, gospel message message is brought to you, and then you have to make a decision based on the information you have of whether you want to accept God's free gift of salvation. And when you call out to him, you go from standing there, looking at the plane, trusting that it's going to get you there to actually placing faith in it because you're venturing trust in Jesus Christ. You're venturing trust in the plane. You're venturing trust in the chair. If you turn the key to your car today, you ventured trust when you turn that key that it was going to start. And so we can have an intellectual assent to something, but not have ventured trust in it. And we need to understand that. Uh, This is why people can know all about Jesus. Uh, and grow up in church, and but not believe in him for salvation. Uh, you've not ventured trust in him until you've called out to Jesus to save you. And that's the difference in a head knowledge versus a heart knowledge. So we're talking about full belief in and not merely belief of. Uh, I can have uh, a belief of something uh, because I've heard about it, I've studied it, uh, but until I believe in, and when do we believe in? That's when we venture trust, and I, I think that'll, that'll greatly help you. But we have to understand, too, faith is a free act of the will. God does not force faith on us. Uh, faith is an option uh, that you and I have to make with the act of the will. The mind discovers and can give reasons to believe in something, but is the act of the will to believe. So we can use the airplane as illustration. I can look and I can examine and I can say the engine, you know, everything looks good there. It, it, there's no holes. The door's not missing. The tires are not flat. And I can examine all these things. You can look and say, okay, the word of God is uh, is truly God's word. There's manuscript evidence. There's historical evidence. There's uh, his historical evidence for uh, the resurrection and all these things. Uh, somebody may not need that much evidence, but regardless, you have to present them the gospel. And if it sounds illogical to them or it sounds absurd, they're not going to put their faith in. Just like if that plane has tires are flat, one of the motors is missing, a wing's bent, I am not going to, you may, but I am not going to venture trust in that plane to get me to my next destination. Uh, I will not allow uh, that to happen. Where does that happen? It happens in my mind. It's an act of my will. I will not venture trust in it. And so once we see that the gospel message is uh, uh, reasonable, if you will, the evidence is there. Whatever each person needs, everybody's different. Some people hear the gospel and they uh, venture trust. That was me. Um, I venture trust in it. And then as I grew, I began to ask a lot of questions. Some people have questions first. They want to see the evidence. They want to understand. They want their questions answered before they can venture trust in Jesus Christ. So as we go forward, we'll look Tuesday at the idea of how we can truly know we have faith. What does that look like? Uh, Can we lose faith? All those different types of things. So join with us on Tuesday as we examine in that. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.